0: Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Wednesday, 4th January, 2023. Our bit today comes from Ephesians 5, verse 2a, which says, And walk in love as Christ also had loved us. It's raining, it's raining on this Wednesday morning in early January of this new year. And that's so much better to sing than it's snowing, it's snowing, on this Wednesday morning in early January of this new year. Army people, I don't know if we are truly blessed or our time has just not arrived, but rain and wind are all we've been getting in my neighborhood over the last couple of weeks. While others have been bombarded, inundated with snow and all sorts of negative happenings due to the snowfall. But we'll certainly say, thank you, Lord, for the rain. As the old people would advise, never look a gift horse in the mouth. It's bad manners. Yes, just say thanks and move on. And that's exactly what we'll do today. Move on to more practical aspects of living the new life found in Christ. Now, in chapter 5 of Colossians, where Paul continues his admonitions, where he says, Be ye therefore followers of God as their children, and walk in love as Christ also had loved us, and had given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor or aroma. And that comes from Colossians 5, 1-2. Yes, my faithful brethren, that is one of the most powerful, wise, and sensible admonitions in the Bible. If we want to walk like Christ did, that's be a real Christian, a true disciple, an ambassador of his. The first thing we need to do is to learn to walk in love. And it can be learned. So there are no excuses about I don't know how, I wasn't born that way. And all the other foolish excuses we tend to dredge up when we don't want to do something that's somewhat difficult. No, we don't have to like everybody, but we need to treat everybody decently with kindness and compassion. But Paul strongly advised the Roman church does. Recompense to or repay no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men that have regard for good things. If it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, said the Lord. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him, if he thirst, give him drink, for in so doing thou shalt heap coals of fire that shame on his head. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. And all of that comes from Romans twelve, seventeen to twenty-one. And that's basically what walking in love means, giving of ourselves without too many complaints, doing like Jesus did, going about and doing good. Tell me, now, you think that Jesus really wanted to leave his comfortable position in heaven and come to it as a human being and experience the terrible suffering he did on the cross of Calvary? Obviously not. But his father desired it because of his great love for us. The scriptures say, but God commended or showed his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And you can find that in Romans 5 8. And Jesus was ever so obedient and wanted to please the father because he loved him. As the scriptures recall, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, taught it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant that's emptied himself of his privileges and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion or appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. And that comes from Philippians 2, 5 to 8. And that's the way we believers in Christ also ought to be, willing to do anything for and in Jesus' name, because we are obedient and love him very dearly. Our friends, the mark of true love is doing stuff sacrificially, doing it when you don't want to, and even when it costs you in terms of pain, money, and time. That means we are also expected to give ourselves as an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savour or aroma. And please remember that all these things can be learned through listening to and following the lead and guidance of the Holy Spirit, which indwells us. That's why he was ensconced there, to lead and guide us, so we could become the sweet-smelling aroma of sacrifice to Almighty God. And Paul, as always, (laughs) breaks it right down to the nitty-gritty, where he says, but fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not be once named among you as becometh saints. Neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor coarse jesting, which are not convenient, that's fitting, but rather giving of thanks. For this ye know, that no whoremonger, no unclean person, nor covetous man, who is an idolater, at any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Let no man deceive you with vain or empty words. For because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Be not ye therefore partakers with them. And that comes from Ephesians 5, 3 to 7. And now, friends, In conjunction with the bits of the last two days, I believe that gives us a good grasp on how we ought to conduct our lives as children of God, as sons and daughters, and joint heirs with Christ. Remember, if we want to receive that inheritance set aside for the joint heirs with Christ, we have to live up to a certain standard of behavior and conduct. We cannot behave like the world, or as too many of us do, behave righteous on Sundays, then behave like the rest of the world during the week. You no, know, my fellow saints, living for Christ is a 24 7 program. And though we may fall off several times, with his help, we can always get back up and ride again. That's the beauty of living for Christ. You never fail. He always helps you if you are sincerely doing your best. And for those of us who are trying our best to live for him, let's go home declaring, <laughs> All right. we spell declaring right again today. Let's go home declaring our Wednesday will, letting the whole world know of our most excellent position in Christ Jesus. As one strong and sincere voice, Wednesday, 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 I'm so glad to be alive on this Wednesday. Wednesday, 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 thank God the breath of life is still flowing to me on this Wednesday. I'm halfway home. My hands are fixed securely on the plow, and I'm not turning back. No, I'm not looking back at the past. I'm not focusing on what has gone before, but my eyes are fixed straight ahead. Yes, Lord. They are fixed straight ahead to a glorious future with Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. Now, friends, there's also this little bit of encouragement that if we endure to the end, then that future will be even more glorious than we can ever ask or imagine. Whoa, living for Jesus gets better all the time. Yes. So let's plan to endure right down to the enemy people so that we can experience that more than glorious future. Much love. And the postscript for today says Living for Jesus is oftentimes difficult, yes, but it's always wonderful and very rewarding. Oh, isn't that the gospel truth? Living for Jesus is not a Sunday walk in the park, but it's all—it's always adventurous and rewarding. We go places and do things that we've never imagined. So please, let's get together and live sincerely for Jesus now, because that's the best option of the two we have on this earth. And we pray that we'll all do that in this new year. In his mighty name, amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.